For over 20 years, I've dedicated my life to bringing you the very best business building strategies to keep you thriving. Get ready to experience the success you've been searching for. Welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. Hey everybody, it's Coach Tom Ferry. Welcome to the Tom Ferry Show, episode 26. Today, we're gonna to talk about, I believe, the great degree of separation. Let me paint a picture for you. Let's say you're one of two agents and you're going out on a listing presentation. And this particular presentation, you happen to be referred by a really good friend. So you're walking in and suddenly you realize there's another agent from your office that also knows that friend who also received the referral and you pretty much know you're both walking in with the same company, the same presentation style, the same price, the same marketing, and the same commission, and you were both referred. So the $64,000 question is, who gets the listing? And I'll tell you this, it's the person who's more charming. The person that's more charming, the one that's more likable, the one that engages and connects with that client at such a deep level that it just becomes a no-brainer, almost hard to say no to them. It's the secret power of charm. My mentor who passed away a few years ago, a wonderful man by the name of Ron Arden. Ron was my first speech coach, and I can remember when I first began to work with him, and he said to me in his beautiful South African accent, which I'm never gonna try and do, but you know, Tom, you have to decide how do you want to be perceived by, that's not even anywhere near a South African accent for the record, but you know, he's like, how do you want to be experienced by people? And I said to him, I don't know, Ron, I was a, you know, I was a new presenter. I was a, you know, budding fired up sales guy. And he said, look, at the end of the day, you want to be charming. And I was like, charming? Like, what does it mean to be charming? And he said to me, charm is just an attraction, right? It's an alluring quality. It's a characteristic. And then he said to me, and I think he was like coaching me in the moment. I might've been getting, oh, I don't know, uh, kind of dogged by him. He was like, and the good news is Tom, anyone can learn to be charming. I, I think he was really talking to me, Eddie. It was kind of a scary moment, but I got it. So let me ask you a question. Have you been in that competitive situation before? Has there been a time in your career where you've been out wanting to talk to more customers, maybe on a presentation, knew you were competing, or just wanted to be more comfortable in a social setting? What we know is the person that has the quality, the ability to turn on the charm, is the one that's gonna light up a room, it's the one that's gonna engage people, it's the one that suddenly everyone's gonna to wanna to talk to and be around, and as you're watching this video, you know right now, you can look around your office and you can go, charming, charming, not so much, not so much, whoa, crazy, and charming. You and I both know that. Does it impact your business? 1,000% yes. So I thought what I would do today is share with you five things you can do to up your charm, connect with more customers, and ultimately be the one that wins the business a little more effortlessly. So let's take a look, you ready? Number one, right? Five ways to up your charm, you gotta build rapport. When you think about people that are charming, whether they have 15 seconds for you, or 15 minutes, or an hour and a half, they never underestimate the power of rapport. So they take the time to connect with you on that deep level, because we all know people want to do business with people they feel are just like them. What you don't want to do is come across like this egomaniac, this rock star real estate professional who's maybe above it all, where people actually get a little intimidated by you. That would actually hurt your brand and hurt your business. So every time we're gonna match their tone, right? 
how does their, you know, how do they sound, right? Their volume, remember loud talker, soft talker, etc. Their pace, fast talker, medium talker, little slower talker. At the end of the day, the people that are charming take the time to engage with the customers at their level, remembering that people want to do business with people that they feel are just like them. And what my coach, Ron, said to me was, that's what charming people do. They stay at that person's level in their model of the world to make that contact. Obviously, language is going to be an important one. And physiology, body language, right? So, you know, does this and then everybody does this? Yeah, maybe it's a little bit of that. Folding of hands, all these things. You've seen it all. Read the book, Instant Rapport. The bottom line is this. If you want to be charming, you've got to never underestimate the power of building rapport with anybody, anytime, anywhere, even if you met him before. Now, number two, this is a big one. I remember sitting with Ron and I, I said to him, so can you give me some examples of people that are charming? And he flipped it on me and he said, Tom, I would ask you, when you think about people that are charming, who would you say? And I remember at the time I was thinking of like big celebrities and at the time it was, you know, President Bill Clinton. He said, I said, even though I'm not a super fan, the guy's got more charisma than you can imagine. President Obama, more charisma than you can imagine. But then I thought, Gary Vaynerchuk. I started thinking about speakers and other people that I recognize as having you know, incredible amounts of charm, that characteristic. What do they all do? They listen with their eyes, they listen with their ears, and they listen with their body. So what does it mean to listen with their eyes? Have you ever had a conversation with somebody and they, 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 they won't even look you in the eyes? Have you been with that person? Like, you wanna smack him and go, Freakalina, I'm over here. It's an instant break in rapport, and that person to me has zero charm. Now, at the same time, when I say listen, that means that I stop, and I don't just listen with my ears, but I, with my body, I lean in. And that's charming, because that means I'm giving you 100% of my attention. Now, we know with eye contact, Ron taught us this years ago, he said, you can't be a sterilina, right? You can't be a sterilina. Have you met that person before? Like, the contrast of the person that never looks you in the eyes and they're always doing this, versus the person that's like, hey, and they just, they get a little too close into your space and they're like, staring you down, that freaks you out. Ron actually taught me the best thing you can do is look at their right eye, look at their left eye, look at their forehead. Right eye, left eye, forehead. Right eye, left eye, nose. He said, if you just run that little diamond pattern, he said, then you're not overly staring them down. You're definitely putting your 100% attention on them. And I believe, Pipes is in the background, didn't he also say that if you go eye, eye, nose, mouth, that it actually creates an arousal state? Was that right? <laughs> Did I just put that on the Tom Ferry show? So those of you that are single, pay attention to the eye-eye-nose-mouth combination of the eye contact strategy to create a little arousal, which that also could be charming for some of you. So maybe not so effective on a listing presentation. So 100% focus. The bottom line is I'm giving 100% of my listening to them with my eyes, my ears, and my body. Leaning in, staying charming. Number three, I'm gonna engage them through good questions. So isn't it funny that the person that has the most charm isn't the one that's always doing all the talking? Instead, they're like, how's your day? What's going on? Tell me about what you're doing. But the key is, 
The questions, what Ron said to me is they always stay in the right context. So I'm walking through the home, they're excited about something, I ask a question about what they're excited about, it creates more context. Hey, we're at a social function, we're meeting for the first time, why are you here? You know, what got you here? Who invited you? I'm asking questions, but the context is right for the situation, and we know the person that's asking the questions, their charm is through the roof. Now, number four, big one, and I've kind of did a little bit on this video, so it'd be funny how some of you might respond, is that the charming person is aware of their space, right? So we've, we've all dealt with that person that gets inside your space. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I'm thinking of somebody I know from Miami that every time I was with him, he was always right here, a little too close. Like you needed to brush him back a little bit. That's not charming and it certainly doesn't build rapport. It actually creates for some people a little anxiety because you're in your space. The people that are charming, recognize the right pace. They also realize that that space, if you're too far out, then we're not fully engaged. And then the other big one, the other big one is touch. Like when is it appropriate to reach across the table and touch their leg or touch their hand? And I'm gonna tell you right now, without massive levels of rapport, it's not appropriate and it certainly doesn't make you charming. It, anything, it could make you a little bit weird or a little too assertive and that could maybe turn some clients off. Remember, the game is we want to be the most likable. We want to be the ones that they naturally say yes to when I'm in that competitive situation. Let's look at the last one, number five. You ready? Number five is charismatic people are amazing storytellers. They are amazing storytellers. Now, as I, as I say this to you, you can begin to conjure up in your own mind people that you know that have this quality. And what is it? They walk into a room, they ask a few questions, they engage with people, they give 100% of themselves, they're in rapport, somebody tells a story, they tell a story, and everybody's laughing, everybody's engaged. The power of storytelling. Now there's a lot you can study on the power of storytelling. You could Google today, power of storytelling, and there's a hundred books to read. We are storytellers. That's what we do. We tell stories about the market. We tell stories about the upsets and challenges that buyers are facing today and how you solve those problems. So the more you craft your message and really take a look at how you deliver your story, the better. So those are the five things I wanted to share with you. And as you're now reflecting on those five points, the one thing I want to remind you of is first, my buddy Ron Arden, before he passed, he did write a wonderful book called The Power of Charm. Matter of fact, with another one of my good friends, Brian Tracy. We all know Brian Tracy, longtime great speaker, motivator, trainer. I would strongly encourage you to check that out. And while we're kind of on the subject of just getting better, uh, Eddie, the summit is sold out, right? Sold out summit. Some of you though might want to check out the live cast because that is available and we have companies and individuals signing up all over the world to plug in to the Success Summit this year that is sold out. So I wanted to share this with you, wanted to share that stuff with you and I'm really excited about seeing the comments, what you might say on Facebook or on Twitter or Instagram or certainly on my YouTube channel to tell me what are you going to do to up your charm. Thanks for watching. If you love what you're seeing here, then click the button below to join our online community absolutely free. Thanks so much. <laughs>